Today on The Upside, Jeff is still out, but we're going to play an episode that we recorded in July. So if you've been following on our Instagram, some of this will sound a little familiar to you, but you've never heard it before. We're going to be talking about our first road trip together and if we've survived, if we ripped each other's heads off, what that was like. And yes, I know we've been married for three years. We've never road tripped together. We're also going to be talking about something that I've noticed that makes me super grumpy. And Jeff surprises me with a celebrity guest, Be Still My 90s Heart. Oh, one more thing. The end of this episode, we're going to play the first 20 minutes that we ever recorded together where Jeff is going to ask me some questions and kind of interview me and then Lily and Sadie make their debut. So it's going to be a great episode today on The Upside. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. I know in theory we're supposed to follow this carefully written schedule. It is a piece of legal paper. Yep. And it says one, two, three, four. And then there's four things that we're supposed to talk about on the list. But because we make the list, because this is our podcast, we can skip around. And I would like to skip right to number three, which is my surprise for you. Okay. So can we do number three first? And then we'll come back and we'll talk about our first road trip together. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. But first, your surprise, okay? Okay. All right. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. All you got to do is take this. I'm scared. Okay. And hit play. <laughs> hey, Callie, Joe Vitone here. I uh, just want to say what's up to you and Jeff, of course. You guys are starting a podcast, which is awesome, called The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Uh, I think that's awesome. Good luck to you guys. It's, you know, uh, I think it's really fun. I do a podcast called Two Cups of Joe. So. Uh, I know that it's a lot of a lot of fun. It's a blast. It's just fun just being able to talk and have your your opinion and your side on things and hear other people's opinions and how they feel about different things. So if you guys, of course, people that are listening or watching, of course, Callie and Jeff have a great uh, podcast that's coming up called The Upside with Callie and Jeff. It's about the power of gratitude and finding the best upside in any situation. Kind of like what I do. So I always try to find the upside of something. So Callie and Jeff, do what you're doing. That's so awesome. Have a good one and uh, God bless. Oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's our first official celebrity endorsement of the podcast. Now we had to pay for it. I was about to say, we paid for him to do that. And Jeff, I am sure, sent him lines to say, but uh, that was awesome. Joey Fatone. Oh, no, I didn't even send him lines. This is from, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, Cameo, mm -hmm. which is the um, website where celebrities will record personalized videos for you for a price. And I think Joey Fatone was $150. That's awesome. And you're only allowed to send them like a tweet's worth of information. Crazy. So there's Joey Fatone. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. He was talking right to you. Yeah, he was. Are you excited? Yeah, that's crazy. I thought you would be more excited. You're. I'm so excited. I'm not underwhelmed at all. That's crazy. I'm like... That's Joey Vadone. That is so weird. And he was talking right to you. Like he says, for it says on there, for Callie. 
Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It does say for Cali on there. That's really cool. Are, are we able to put that somewhere? Yeah, we can like, share it. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. So <laughs> thanks, Joey Fatone, and uh, what's the name of his podcast? Two Cups of Joe. So go listen to that one as well. That's awesome. I love it. All right, now let's get started with our official schedule. We survived our first road trip together, and we'll address the number one question that gets asked. How have you guys not gone on a road trip together if you've been uh, dating since, what, 2013? 2012. 2012. How have you not been on a road trip together if you've been dating that long? And I don't know. Callie grew up in a Delta family and refuses to go anywhere in a car. Oh, my gosh. That is so not what's happening here. Um, What had happened was Jeff... um, does not like road trips for whatever reason. He just feels like if you're in the car for more than two or three hours that you should fly. Like that's the point of the miracle flight. Well, it's okay. It's not that you should fly because that sounds so snobby, but the fact that there's only two of us traveling, right? Mm -hmm. And that so it's not like if we were a family of five, then flying would be ridiculously expensive. Right. But there's only two of us flying. We can find really good deals. We can be a little bit flexible at the time of day that we leave. And it just gets us to our destination faster. <laughs> and I don't think it's really faster, though. I mean, by the time you get your stuff in the car, drive to the airport, pay to park, go through security, do all of that stuff. I mean, it's it's just as long depending on where you're going. But you have to put in work for a road trip, too. Like, you have to drive. Yeah, but it's fun. Okay. Well, it was fun for you because you slept. But I offered to drive. Uh, you slept two hours in both directions. I did. Um, but I actually, and I think I can attribute it to not having a job, I actually enjoyed it. Did you? And I, Because... Yeah, because because I have no job, like there wasn't any urgency of maximizing every minute of the trip. You know what I mean? Did you feel anxious about that on trips before? Well, I what I didn't want to do is I didn't want to work, like you know, go to work at four in the morning, do the show until ten, get home at noon, and then have to completely like get in the car and then spend six hours driving like that's it's a lot that's a long day i would rather just get to where you start and start the vacation yeah but i think because the road trip kind of felt like part of it maybe it's just a shift in mentality what's your new mental shit like what's the shift the maybe because the road trip the departure to the road trip felt like the start of the vacation not the arrival. Oh, I thought you were going to make it bigger than that and and say that you felt like you were driving away. <laughs> Our dogs just found the squeak toys. Um, working from home, people working from home. Um, but I thought you were going to say it was like a symbolic thing of like driving to a happier place after. Oh, no, a, uh, no not that deep. Okay. I mean, I guess you could argue that it was. It's it's appreciating the journey. Yeah. As well as the destination. Yeah. I did that more. But I would um, 100% do it again. As a matter of fact, I want to. Jeff loved it. It was so funny. It was almost like, I felt like I saw your face and you were always like, almost the whole time like, oh, this is what I've been missing. Like we can, Callie, we can drive to the beach in four and a half hours. We can be 
have our toes in the sand and we can have freedom of having our own car and yep. we can have all of our stuff and yes. have our snacks the whole way. And I just felt like the whole time you were like, oh my gosh, I love this. Oh my gosh, I love this. Oh my gosh, I love this. Like, I feel like we've discovered a new thing we can do together. Callie's snack game, surprisingly strong for someone who normally eats really healthy. Surprisingly, I mean, I know Milano, my man. Milano. These are for you, too. No, they are. But I know you well enough to know what would impress you. Cheez-Its, Milano cookies, a Starbucks gift card. Goldfish. Goldfish. Yeah, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of goldfish. I got goldfish because that's what I used to have in road trips with my parents. Like, they would always buy the original non-weird flavored goldfish um, for our road trip. So that's just what I had when I was a kid. So I went for that. I also, what did I find best? Best find ever for the snacks that I got. The double toasted Cheez-Its? No, but that was really good. I found trail mix with no raisins. Okay, I, I take issue with you labeling it trail mix because it had so much chocolate in there that if you took it on a trail, you would just have a mess. So it's <laughs> technically not trail mix, but it was a sweet and savory mix. It was of great. Deliciousness with no devil turds. Devil turds, aka raisins. We both Ugh. hate raisins. So you got usually you got to pick through and watch what you're eating and it's funny cuz I have like raisin, you know, trauma because i was still looking through trying to pick around the raisins and then i was like oh no there's no raisins i think the best ever whole foods for a while and they may still have it but they they had a bar set up where you could make your own trail mix and you could just leave the raisins out genius so you could put like m&ms in there peanuts those little sesame stick things that are so good Mm -hmm. whatever you wanted cashews whatever make your own trail mix leave out the grossness no devil turds no devil turds one thing that I was super impressed about, uh, our destination, mm-hmm. we, we stayed at the Omni Amelia Island Plantation Resort, which is terrific. But one thing that they did right was the fireworks on the beach on the 4th of July were perfectly timed. They weren't, because fireworks, I feel the same way about parades. That they can go a little too long and then it takes away from the whole thing. They always go too long. Like fireworks, you don't need to see 40 minutes of fireworks. You know what's funny to me about fireworks um, is that there's always people there that are like, oh, this is the grand finale. Oh, this is the grand finale. Like every time, even if it's like two minutes into it, there's always people going, oh, this is it. I bet this is it. Did you hear that when we were... The what you mean the minute that they shoot off like five at one time, people mm-hmm. are like, We're done, that's right. Right. Everybody thinks, but they always want to guess when the grand finale is. I don't know what that is about fireworks, but it's a thing. It happens. The beach fireworks at uh Amelia Island in front of the Omni, I don't know how long or short they were, but they were perfect. Yeah, it was awesome. It I w- think it was probably only like fifteen minutes. Perfect. So it was probably maybe ten minutes of fireworks. Maybe ten minutes of fireworks. And then three or four minutes of a grand finale. Mm-hmm. And it, wa- it was an impressive enough grand finale that everybody knew it was the grand finale and got up and left yeah. afterwards. And they're like, okay, we're out. And then there was the one guy also at the end that was like, encore. Right. Because <laughs> that always happens too, I feel like, with fireworks. Uh, there was a, at the lake a few years ago, and the video is, is online somewhere, on YouTube somewhere, but there was a annual fireworks display in front of the marina and 
one of the torches tipped over and the entire display went up. Oh my gosh. Within the first three minutes, everything that they had shot off. And then there were crickets. And then there was nothing left. (laughs) Awkward. I kind of wish I saw that. Like that to me sounds like a perfect firework display. Well, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's like, let's look at everything beautiful in five minutes and let's make our way back home. You know what I have noticed from um, our vacation? And I I used to do this, but I thought it was because I loved the lake so much, but now I'm doing it and we didn't come from the lake. So I think I get post-vacation depression. Oh, that's a real thing. I don't get it. I I, I, I didn't get it this trip, but I know what you're talking about. I, and maybe it's because you don't have a job. Right. Like maybe that's the difference, but I, and I love my job, but it was, you know, coming home and then the day we got home and then the day after we got home, I was so sad and I'm still kind of sad and a little anxious. And I feel like the post- vacation blues are a thing and i was talking about it on my instagram the other day and someone messaged me and said i'm not even kidding you i we got home from our vacation today and i cried oh like it's just and it's just kind of i'm just like oh everything is terrible and it's really not terrible it's just every time we go on vacation and we come back i feel sad it's like this it's really sad well what you pointed out and maybe this contributes to it is we didn't do daily gratitude on the trip. And I think that may have contributed to it. Yeah. If you don't know about our daily gratitude, Jeff and I have been doing this since before we got engaged. We've been doing this for probably close to four years now. And we write down one thing a day that we're grateful for. And we've noticed since we've been doing that, our lives are incredibly happier. They're happier. We're happier. We're always able to see an upside. And it really is due to us taking 10 seconds a day to write down one thing a day that we're grateful for. So we did not do that on our vacation. And I can tell such a difference. I can tell a difference even in my mood right now. Like I'm such a grump. And I think probably you can tell just from being home. I've been kind of negative this week. You Well, not all week. You weren't negative at the at the beach. Not negative, but I was more doomsday than I normally am. I and here's the the thing: you might be like, why you might be asking, like, why do you have to do daily gratitude when you're in on vacation at a beautiful place? But what it does is, is it serves as a reminder. It forces you when things are really good to acknowledge that they are really good and they don't have to be that way. So even if your gratitude is every day, I'm so grateful that I get to go on vacation with my wife or that I get to be a two minute walk from the ocean or whatever it is, no matter how obvious it is, it just, it's like a forced reminder. Yeah. Even when you're in the midst of something great. It programs your brain to react in a different way. Like I found myself saying, um, you know, I can't believe it's raining during fireworks. Or um, I remember looking at, there was like a grandparents and some little kids and the little kids were tired and complaining. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why don't they put the kids to bed? It's past bedtime. And that is not my normal thing. Um, Were they the ones sitting under the tent with us at mm -hmm. fireworks? Okay. Here's the thing. Grandma had reached the point of trying to entertain those two children where she just wouldn't stop talking. 
<laughs> and I think that is the sign that they should take them home. But because, either way, I mean, that's not something that normally in our routine, uh, like in our mindset, that I would have even noticed. I would have been like, oh my gosh, those kids are so cute. Or I would have totally, I wouldn't have even noticed. And my point in telling that story is, is that I started to notice and nitpick things um, that I normally wouldn't have. And Jeff, you said to me, oh my gosh, we didn't do gratitude at all last week. Like, I wonder if that's the difference. A hundred percent, I think it is. But going back to the grandparents, you were totally, I'm, I'm based with that. You're dead on. Like, if the kid's not going to know that they missed the fireworks, right? So at that point, you're like, grandma was like trying to talk the kid into how exciting the fireworks were. And all the kid cared about was like digging a hole in the sand. <laughs> and finally they left like the kids won they were exhausted they had been in the sun all day yeah like they weren't like they weren't counting down to the fireworks the way they would count down to santa claus or something yeah right right so uh anyways so we yeah i, I think the point of that is remember to do gratitude if you do it remember to practice gratitude even when things are really really good and you don't think you need it because it still forces you to put your head in that space it's of appreciation. So it's so weird. And I challenge anybody who doesn't do it and hears us talk about it. It's like, ah, what is that? Just do it for 30 days and watch how differently your, your life goes. I feel like probably five or six years ago, you wouldn't have been a total cynic about how gratitude works. Oh, 100%. You would have been like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Writing down, mm, pass. A thousand, one thousand percent but i have witnessed firsthand it has changed me and i am a will preach it till the day i die what have you noticed besides the oh i'm a little more optimistic like really what changes have you seen it's not in a, yourself it's not a little more optimistic it's just the first thought that comes into your mind when you, about anything, in my opinion, is what sets the tone for how you're going to think about that, right? Mm-hmm. So if you walk into a meeting and go, gosh, why are we having a meeting at this time? It's going to take an hour and a half and I'm going to be so far behind at work because of this meeting. That's the tone for the entire meeting, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can walk in and go, gosh, I'm so grateful to be included in this meeting because obviously my thoughts are valuable or my input is mm-hmm. is warranted then your whole tone your body line, everything about that meeting is going to be different and better and that's going to have a ripple effect on everybody around you yeah so and it's it is a subconscious thing like you don't have to think about it once you start practicing gratitude every day you don't have to think about it constantly it just happens like your brain it's like rewiring itself it retrains itself yeah 100 percent. so can we listen to um Joey Fatone one more time. Yeah. Joey Fatone, first celebrity endorser. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. Here's Joey Fatone. Hey, Callie, Joey Fatone here. I uh, just want to say what's up to you and Jeff, of course. You guys are starting a podcast, which is awesome, called The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Uh, I think that's awesome. Good luck to you guys. It's, you know, uh, I think it's really fun. I do a podcast called Two Cups of Joe, so uh, I know that it's a lot, of, a lot of fun. It's a blast. It's just fun just being able to talk and have your your opinion and your side on things and hear other people's opinions and how they feel about different things so if you guys of course people that are listening or watching of course Callie and Jeff have a great uh, podcast that's coming up called the upside with Callie and Jeff 
It's about the power of gratitude and finding the best upside in any situation. Kind of like what I do. So I always try to find the upside of something. So Callie and Jeff, do what you're doing. That's so awesome. Have a good one and uh, God bless. Joey Fatone, ladies and gentlemen. That is the coolest. Uh, Cameo.com is the, is the website where, where we bought that. And I think Joey's one of the guys that donates all of his proceeds to charity. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Lance Bass from NSYNC is also on there. He donates all of his to charity. So uh, go to go go check it out. And really, Cameo, if you do want to advertise with us, Cameo, we can make that happen sometime. But um, that they're, that we just thought it was neat. That's really cool. Yeah, I love it. All right, we got to, uh, before we get out of here, we have got to say thank you to every single person who sent us an Amelia Island suggestion. We got so many of them, we'd have to move down there for a year. I mean, we really would. Like, we live in Atlanta, and Amelia Island's probably, what, four and a half, maybe five hours. So a lot of people from Georgia, that's their vacation destination, or maybe they grew up there, or their grandparents lived there, or whatever. Like, everybody has a connection to these Florida and Georgia islands um, just south of us. So we got a ton of recommendations on what to do, where to eat, what to where to go. And one of y'all hit it out of the park. On our drive home, we decided to stop in Savannah for lunch, driving home from Amelia Island. And this is not a joke. The best sandwich that either Callie or I have ever tasted was at this restaurant in Savannah. And let me put this in perspective. Jeff is saying that my sandwich was the best sandwich, and he was eating a ham and pimento grilled cheese, which is like... bacon. Oh, bacon and pimento cheese, which is like all things amazing that should be in a sandwich. Um, and he tasted mine. He was like, oh, my God, this literally is the best thing I've ever tasted. I was like, uh, yeah, me too. It's incredible. And it was actually my coworker that suggested that we go there. Did you know that? I did not. Yes, yeah, so it was my coworker, Betsy. She suggested we go there. And it's called Back in the Day Bakery. And this sandwich was epic. We even missed out on what they're known for, which is their biscuits. Um, this is, by the way, in Savannah. This is not in Amelia Island. This was coming home. So we were in Savannah. Um, and they make biscuits. And then it's one of those things where they make them until they're sold out for the day and then right. you don't get them so we actually missed what they're known for and the sandwich that we had was the best sandwich we've ever had in our life it was so good what was the one that you got called do you even remember i don't remember but it, was it turkey it was chicken chicken it was chicken herb mayo uh red onions and i think that was it on um Ch- on lavender ciabatta bread that was freshly the, made. The bread was on both of our sandwiches was so good it could have been a sandwich of nothing. I mean, it, it could really have been could've. it could have been a <laughs> fart sandwich, and on that bread it would have been top ten. It was unbelievable. So I'm actually a little sad that we didn't get. Oh, and uh, sharp cheddar cheese. Got it. That was the other thing that was so good. Um, I'm actually a little mad that we didn't think about bringing home another sandwich so we could have it the next day but then the day after that we'd be really sad that we didn't have a sandwich for the day after that so it, ne- it never would be as good that everything about it was was so perfect so <laughs> uh and callie eats callie would be a sandwich connoisseur that's her go-to food yes i love sandwiches which is funny because you love sandwiches, but you're so basic about them. You're like turkey cheese white bread so good there is nothing better it's so good and mayo 
and mayo and on, sometimes lettuce on white bread and that's it oh. and, but she's like oh i really want sandwich i would really want a sandwich for lunch a sandwich would be really great for lunch but you don't get fancy sandwiches no i don't but now i might because that fancy sandwich was so good and maybe i'll try to replicate it even though it'll probably never be the same it was a life-changing sandwich it was a life-changing sandwich from the sandwich queen herself me Callie dollar the chicken it's gonna drive me crazy that i can't think of it um i think it was called like the chicken just go just go to back in the day bakery in savannah and go give me what callie had yeah they'll know know exactly what you're talking about not i think it's called like chicken select or something are you ready to answer three questions there's only not you (laughs) do i need to go let her in she'll be fine Question number one, what is the best clothing item to spend extra money on? Jeans. For sure, jeans. All day, every day. Um, I recently bought a pair of, well, no. Someone for my birthday gave me a gift card and told me to go buy this pair of jeans that is stupid expensive that I've been wanting for a while. And I did, and I felt guilty about it, but not that guilty because it makes my butt look really good. (laughs) All right. Uh, Do you want me to let them in? Yes. Oh my god. Hey, I left it. Come on. Come on, Sadie. You too. Let's go. Sadie, come on. Do you want me to take your tags off? Come on. It's fine. Come on. They seriously haven't barked all day, (laughs) even when the neighbors were outside, like having a picnic or whatever. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Lily, (laughs) how do you stay so positive when people in life can be so mean? A lot of practice. I think my life, well, I've been in therapy on and off for a while, but it's funny because I was seeing the, um, you know, when your Facebook memories come up and it tells you what your old um, statuses were. I d- nothing comes up before you in my life, so Aww. I don't see those. <laughs> okay, so my status, you know, they, they come up and I look at them. And even when I was going to therapy, I, there's still a really negative undertone to the things that I used to post. And I think the change in that, in addition to therapy, is gratitude, 5,000%. If you do it every day, Jeff can speak to this it will change your life. It'll change your mindset and you will find yourself always looking for the positive when you used to revert, always finding the negative. With the whole job loss thing of the past um, couple weeks, I was just talking about this today at lunch. I think 1000% both you and I survived that without any... Sadie. <laughs> Do you want me to let Sadie out and keep Lillian? Like, what no, are we Sadie's doing? going into the back. <laughs> this is what our podcast is going to be like. Should I let them back out? <laughs> but they'll just bark to come in, but sure. So let them back out. Should we keep Lillian here and move Sadie out there? 
Oh no, you want to sit? You're going to be good now? Okay, Lily up. Lay down. Lay down, please. Lay down. Lily is such a menace sometimes. As I was saying, I think that other than being angry at specific people who did specifically mean things, I think you and I both came through the job loss thing without any anger 100% because of gratitude. Yeah. Because we were able to look at the change and the job loss and the um, transition not as a devastation, but instead as a um, stepping stone to whatever's next. And we were able to be grateful for the lessons learned while we were doing it. 5,000%. And I think there is some anger because I think that's natural. It's not like you'll never experience anger or hurt when you practice gratitude, but the response to when things happen to you is completely different. Completely. What do you mean? Well, the response to this, I mean, we know that we both processed anger. We both processed sadness, but the overarching thing that we feel it's not fear it's not anger the overarching feeling that we both feel is gratitude for everything that we have the place that we're at even the crappy things i mean we were talking yesterday about um how our due date would be in at the end of july if we were pregnant so could you imagine like if we still had our lake house if we were about to have a baby i mean just all of that the stress that we would have um and we've had some hurtful and sad and weird changes go on but we feel like we're exactly where we need to be all right question number three lily do you just want to hold still because we're only doing three questions so be great if you didn't click your nails on the floors wells I've got her. Okay. Uh, question number three. What's your secret to balancing everything that you do, the social media stuff, your job, your personal life, all your self-care? What's the magic secret? I don't think there is a magic secret, and I think that is the magic secret. The magic secret is there's no magic secret, and it's so funny because people I know make their living off of telling people there's certain formulas, and you know everybody's different, so not everything works for everybody. I kind of go on gut feeling a lot of times, and I schedule my day, but then if I feel like my day is too heavy with things that I haven't seen you or something like that, then I'll change it. I mean, you can feel when you're getting off balance and I try to be really mindful of the balance. Um, and I schedule everything and then I make changes to the schedule if I feel like things are getting way off balance, but I do a lot of stuff in a day. And it's funny because Jeff had to actually sit me down and tell me when I first started the blog, cause I was coming home from an eight hour work day. And then I was doing what, four more hours of work or more. Well, you were going into your office and just sitting in front of your computer looking for stuff to post about or creating posts or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, this is too much. Like, I think you don't realize like you're, you've already finished an eight hour work day by the time your side hustle work day is starting. So you need to have better balance. So I try to but be that, mindful of that. That's a lesson I learned whenever you work a weird schedule, like this probably applies to 
teachers as well, or um, like teachers during the summer mm -hmm. who might take on something extra and then try to carry it over into the school year, like, uh, or nurses or doctors who work like weird overnight or anybody who works like a weird overnight shift. And then your day ends just as everybody else's begins. So you almost feel like you're not doing enough if you're just sitting around at one in the afternoon. Does that make sense? Right. You feel lazy. Like you're like, the day is my oyster. And that's exactly how I felt when I started this job. Cause I'm off at noon. I'm like, I'll have the whole day to do stuff. And you're like, okay, yeah, but you already worked an eight hour day. So don't discount that. All right. You want one more bonus question? Yeah. What's the bonus? How would you suggest adult women find and build new friendships? I think that when you hit a certain point in life, um, you have to figure out what your hobbies are. And this is going to, this sounds so lame. Cause when I think hobbies, I'm like, join a bridge club. But I think you go out of your way to do things that you love. So whatever it is, figure out what you love. If you loved rafting, go do that. If you like, Shopping, Did you say rafting. I, well, I don't know the first thing I came up. <laughs> who with. do you know in your life who's like, "Wow, you know what I love? <laughs> Some good quality rafting." I don't know. I was just like thinking at it, trying to think out of the box. But whatever hobby you like, go find that, and then you will meet other like-minded people that like the same things, and then you'll be friends with those people, and that's how friendships are forged. Rafting. <laughs> like you could have literally just said anything, and it would have made more sense than rafting. I I don't even know where I got that. Yeah. Maybe you were thinking crafting, but then got lazy on that C. No, no. Were you thinking <laughs> of shooting the hooch? I was actually, I was thinking of shooting the hooch because we have been the past couple Wednesdays going to canoe on Wednesday nights, which is amazing. Someone asked me what I thought the um, best kept Atlanta secret was. And I said, Wednesday nights at the summer, I mean, in summer at the outdoor bar at canoe. Because you can like go from having a glass of wine to being like, let's go rafting. Yes. Because the river's right there. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. Uh, well, can I just play one sound effect? You pick the color because I have them available. Um, I pick pink. This one? Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Jeff loaded all these sound effects and I came in here the other day and he had this like smirk on his face and I was like, what are you smirking at? And he just started pressing buttons and then trying not to laugh. Like he's He's doing it again. <laughs> he's smiling and trying so hard not to laugh. Is this the, is that the sound effect that you feel like happens when you walk into a room? Uh, no, that is the sound effect when I get undressed for any reason. <laughs> And then Callie's response to that <laughs> is not true. It's not true. Thank you for listening to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Thank you for listening to this week's Upside. I hope you like our blast from the past episodes. It's really fun to finally get to share these things with you because it's all that I wanted to do when we were recording earlier in July. Jeff is going to be back tonight. So Monday, we will be back doing our normal episodes of The Upside. And we hope you have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening.